0: This episode of Spawn on Me is brought to you by PUBG Mobile. Jump into battle with PUBG Mobile today and experience the brand new collaboration with Metro Exodus, featuring the limited time Metro Royale mode. Introducing two new maps within the boundaries of Erangel, Metro Royale has you facing off against both monster and enemy opponents alike. Play to survive, collect as much loot as possible, and ultimately, escape. Download PUBG Mobile today from the App Store or Google Play Store and play for free.
1: What up, Bricago? What's up? This is your boy, And Let me just tell you, this is your daily reminder to not let the quartering nickel and dime you. Spawn is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bricago, y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is the Spawn of Me podcast with Khalif Adams. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. I hope you're all doing well today and in all the places that you occupy. Massive love to everybody who came through tonight in Twitch chat, everybody here in podcast land, everybody out there in the world. I hope you are doing everything you can to keep yourself safe from COVID. Please wash your hands, wash your butt, make sure you are social distancing and all those wonderful things here, up here in our lovely place of Burkago. I hope you're all doing all right. Um, Yo, we have a cool show tonight. I think it's going to be pretty chill. Uh, You know, this week is going to be massively busy with so many different things. But I have to say initially uh, and and first off, huge thank you to our new sponsors for the show, uh, the wonderful folks over at PUBG Mobile. Uh, They have been super, super dope uh, in sponsoring the show. Uh, They have given us massive amounts of love. Um, and, and it's been interesting because, you know, as a person who dips and dives into mobile games here and there, um, I had played PUBG mobile a while ago, um, and then stopped playing cause it was just, you know, so many games to play and, and you wind up falling out of it, uh, sometimes, but, uh, getting back into PUBG mobile was super, super dope. I had a chance to jump on a little bit earlier today. Uh, I have a new phone too, which is dope. Cause I needed a new phone, um, and was playing it on my, my iPhone 12. Uh, 12 max pro which has mad words in it and i got another chicken dinner right off the bat it was kind of great to be able to get a dub right off the beginning in my first game back uh so so that was super great uh so again massive love to our friends over at PUBG mobile uh for sponsoring the show uh and uh we're, we're happy to be rocking with them it's it's an amazing thing to be able to rock with a, a huge game like that uh and a huge company like that as well so massive love to them again um Thank you to everybody who's, who shared nice words about the previous episode. Last week's episode was a banger. I think a lot of folks uh, really came through uh, and, 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 and showed love this week. A lot of people were amazingly kind. Again, you know, me sharing my story about uh, my brother-in-law having COVID and, uh, you know, being frustrated by all the things that, that those things entail Um, again, you know, Wear your masks, do that work, make sure you're caring for other people so that you don't have to worry about getting this terrible uh, disease and and hopefully not coming out of it alive. Um, But it's been fantastic to have so many folks rally around that particular show. Uh, It was great to see Zombie uh, zombie Kills get featured on Kotaku today uh, with a fantastic story uh, that was run by them uh, giving her the ability to tell her side of the story. And it was super, super cool, uh, to be able to see all of those things kind of come through. And it was, it was just so nice to be able to see, you know, someone give her the time to be able to, you know, do the work and talk about it in a, in a really beautiful way. Uh, so, you know, those things are always fantastic and we always want to be able to kind of, uh, kind of be able to do that work in such good ways. So, this week we have some some interesting stuff to talk about. I think you know it's going to be a pretty interesting week with a lot of things happening. Uh, of course, the big news of the week is is all about Cyberpunk. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that in the four one one. We're going to talk a little bit also about um, some stuff that's been going on with Twitch uh, of late, and it's been pretty nuts to be able to see some of the things that's been happening on that end. So. Uh, it has been amazingly dope for people to come through. Thank you so much for coming through on all of our NFL sponsored, uh, streams as well. We've been working in spot and we've been sponsored by the NFL for the past two months, uh, doing this wonderful activation on Twitch where we play pick'em uh, every Thursday night when there's a game, of course, there's been more games now because of COVID and things have been moved around, but, uh, yeah, it's been dope to be able to work with those, uh, because, uh, you know, tank city is in full effect here in Chicago. We are tanking it hard and I'm not even going to front like we're trying to win anymore. I'm just trying to get them dubs the and <laughs> dubs and subs, baby. Uh, so it's going to be one of those things where we're going to be able to kind of see how that works and, and it makes those things happen. So uh, again, everybody uh, again, wonderful time tonight. Um, I think for us right now, the best thing to do is for us to get into the meat of the show with the four one one. So this week in the 411, we have lots of things to talk about. We have lots of stuff to kind of dig into and to discuss. The number one thing on everyone's mind this week is all about Cyberpunk. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has dropped. It is now in the world. You can play that bad boy and get your uh, Keanu Reeves on as much as you want. Uh, it It is pretty fantastic to see... You know, just how still so many folks are really excited for this game. Uh, you know, the hype has been real since for since 2012. Uh, and now in 2020, we see the game finally come out uh, to some pretty, pretty good reviews. I think on Metacritic, the last time I saw, the last time I poked, uh, they think that they were at around, um, I think they were at around like 90 something on Metacritic, which again is pretty, pretty high. Like I think a lot of people thought, of course, this game is going to get really good, uh, really good uh, scores. I think a lot of people are going to come to it with an idea of, you know, building up through the hype and seeing just how much it's, it's kind of gone through um, to see, you know, it land in a fairly good spot numbers wise. Of course, the reviews have come out and I think that there have been some pretty, really interesting and smart reviews. Um, Carolyn Pettit sticks out in my mind. Liana Rupert uh, sticks out in my mind. Um so many other blessing blessing out of Ye Junior over it kind of funny his was really smart and good and and and, and fantastic the, there has been a lot of conversations that have happened in the past couple of months and especially this week which i knew going into this week there was not going to be a fun week in terms of conversation and co- in terms of discourse um the, the the conversation has been basura for a while um you know conversations around and, and, and I will say this in the beginning of this conversation, so much of the criticism has been reasonable. Like, I think in terms of the stuff that we've seen in terms of conversations that folks have brought up and, and have talked to uh, about it, um, you know, conversations around transphobia or around how, you know, trans people have been portrayed in the game and kind of displayed and shown. Carolyn Pettit's piece was fantastic to, to dig into that specifically. Um, from a nuts and bolts perspective, again, Liana uh, Rupert's um, fantastic Piece uh, over there, Adam. Um, uh, why am I think Why am I losing the name of the outlet in my head? I can't remember it off the top of my head. Gamespot had a fantastic one as well uh, that also surfaced up more uh, harassment from 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 the craphead, the the quartering. Um, but the thing that has been really interesting to see has been this this conversation around the negative aspects of the game that have then also been bookend by, bookended by pretty good scores. It's, it's kind of the most interesting version of conversations we've seen for a while, right? Where, um, again, the, like, can you get a 10 if you have a buggy game conversation pop back up, which I think is you you absolutely can. I think it's, you know, there are lots of things that go into that conversation of why Uh, A game can still be a 10 and not be actually perfect. Um, The conversations and pieces around the the, the community around CD Projekt Red's games and and especially Cyberpunk have been really profound. Again, it shows again the conversation that we've had with so many different people um, about the toxic layers of the gaming industry and the gaming community as a whole. It is something that we talked about last week. We talked about it really fervently. We talked about it with, you know, full-throatedly in the way that we were just like, look, there has got to be some reckoning at some point. You can't have folks like, you know, quartering and other folks in the gaming space on the, you know, I don't even know what you would want to call it besides clickbait, clickbait media. It's not journalism. It's not uh, an op-ed piece. It's, it's not actual interesting or smart commentary. It's literally just whining and bitching and moaning about a thing that they don't even care about really, right? We've seen so many people get thrown under the bus for whatever they've done. And then the next week they're on to the next person. So you really weren't that upset in the first place to be able to have these conversations to spark it to beginning to, to begin with. Um, But it is one of those things where you, you continue to see this this bubble up in so many different ways where it's so unreasonable and so unnecessary to kind of dig into stuff in the ways that folks do and then drop landmines and hand grenades in people's laps and then just run away and then be fine. Um, the things that I'm actually really interested about when it comes to cyberpunk still, um, are again, game looks fantastic, especially on PC. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to hear the conversation around how, the game performs at a higher level with RTX stuff on, with all the, all the ray tracing things on, we're going to be doing a stream, a sponsored stream from Nvidia, uh, or with Nvidia, uh, on Friday. Uh, you know, I have the game downloaded. It's already on the computer. I, I booted it up to make sure it worked and make sure the key was fine. It looks good and everything is looking all right. And I've been so itchy to be able to touch that thing. Cause it's already Wednesday and on Friday, I can't touch it until Friday ah, I want to play the damn game. I won't play it. I want to play it so bad. i want to play it, but I can't play it yet. Cause I want the first experience to be on stream with all of you. So I'm, um, I'm being good. I'm holding off. It's really difficult, but I'm fiending to play this thing. And I can't yet because I want to make sure that we have that experience with you all uh, during our stream. We'll be promoting that stuff on social. Uh, we'll be doing some of those conversations there. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be (laughs) streaming, streaming for like maybe two or three hours or so, uh, and then doing some videos and stuff. Cause I want, basically one of the things we want to talk about during that conversation is around, um, uh, you know, how you use, uh, uh, RTX, uh, tech, RTX tech, you know, how to show you how to turn DLSS, DLSS, DLSS on and off. So you can see the differences in the way that those things work. Um, it's going to be kind of more of a technical thing, uh, in that space. As well, So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Another part of the conversation that popped up was something that was really bad, actually, when it came to the game where there is a spot in the game that has caused people to have epileptic fits or epileptic episodes. That is nuts that that got past certification. That is wild that I got past certification. Of course, people are like, well, it was, you know, and CD Projekt Red, you know, uh, spoke to and, um, offered up some, some, some words of advice for the folks who, you know, who had those episodes. Uh, of course it was an interesting way that they kind of pivoted and talked about it. Cause they were like, Hey, you know, there was some conversations about, uh, you know, oh, oh, we talked about this stuff in the EULA and I was like, who in the, in who, 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 who reads the EULA? No one reads EULAs. No one reads EULAs. If you're going to put a thing that can potentially hurt somebody, the EULA is the worst place to put that thing. No one looks at it. Literally no one looks at a EULA. Unless you're a lawyer or unless you sign something that you need to double check on, no one get, No one looks at that stuff in a EULA. No one does that. Um, they've s- since then updated, at least when I booted it up, it looked like, in the beginning screen, uh, a, a, a epilepsy warning that goes there. Um, I don't know if they've done anything to, you know, uh, uh, put up any warnings prior to those particular parts in the game. But it is a thing where, again, how does that get through certification? How does that become a thing that has gotten through all the checks and balances uh, to be able to do that work? Like there's a small part of me that wants to, cause I, I, it's probably going to get patched at some point. There's a, there's a part of me that wants to experience it because I don't, I don't suffer from epilepsy or, and, and flashing lights don't bother me. I want to experience it um, selfishly, but also just want it to be gone out of the game too. Just, just like figure out a way to fix it, make sure it goes away. You know, if there's a way to, 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 to do something to, to make it so that I can check it out and I want to check it out, just to see how bad it was, Uh, But I want everybody to be safe more than anything else. Like I want people to just feel like they can be okay. I think that to me is the thing that they need to figure out. Um, And again, like, you know, you know, that's a thing that you can do easily put it in the beginning of the game. They've already done it. It seems like, but again, that shouldn't have been in a copy for a reviewer to go through. And then seeing people send so many uh, more threatening messages and Actual videos that would cause you to have a, uh, an episode <laughs> to Liana, like, who are these human beings? Like, you have to be an evil bastard to send somebody knowing that they said, and mind you, the person who did this, she did this as a warning to help people. This wasn't like some whole, Hey, I'm talking ish against this company because this is a thing that needs to be. Uh, you know, like I'm rallying against, it was literally just to say like, Hey y'all, here's the thing that I experienced. This is not good. You should take this out of your game because there are millions of people across the planet is going to play your game. And you may literally kill somebody, put them in a the hospital because you were negligent about doing a thing. And then people sent that person more videos. Who the hell are these human beings, man? Like, yo, you got to be an evil mofo to do stuff like that to people. That is wild to me. But it also is a reflection, again, of the conversation that we have here and across the internet about who, like, why does it seem to be that people will always be their worst selves in a thing that is supposed to bring people joy? Like, if you if you had issue with the the way that, the, the, the conversations around trans people are in, in, in um, Cyberpunk 2077, there are reasonable ways to voice those things and, and, to, and to pass that up to the folks over at CD Projekt Red. You know, Are they gonna do something about those particular pieces of the puzzle? Again, we've seen from time to time that the PR has not been super empathetic. We've seen conversations from people who have been in that group or, or a part of that community say like, hey, this isn't really great. We've seen, again, in some of the pieces that have come out in you know some of these reviews that talk specifically about those things. And, excuse me, you know, the, the smart and reason, reasonable and human way to, to, to address that is to say, yo, okay, that's a reasonable thing you shared. Let's figure out a way to, as a community, as a gaming community, figure out ways to talk about this in a reasonable way. And every time people fuck it up so hard, like they do it all the time in a way that is just infinitely gross, unnecessary, and unreasonable. Has it changed my, my want to play the game? It hasn't. Um, there's been, you know, a lot of hate thrown at people who have reviewed it, which is also terrible because a lot of the folks who have been reviewing the game are on point have reasonable takes on all the stuff that they've had and in certain spots have given the game praise because it's doing something that's kind of different. It's not super different from things that we've seen, or at least even from the way that they've marketed it, but it has been something that from visual standpoints and some, and and, and from a storytelling standpoint, which CD Projekt Red is particularly good at, at branching storylines and branching narratives and, and kind of uh, quest trees. You did a fantastic job in the witcher. Like there's things in this game that we can celebrate, even if some of the other parts about it are gross. Right. And I think that there's a weird imbalance in the way that we all talk about this stuff in the way that we all remember how to talk about things in a reasonable way. Um, this isn't like some both sides are wrong thing, but I'm like the people who are evil in this, in this industry, not in the industry in the community are like real evil. Like I don't use that word often. But like, you have to be a dirtbag to do some of the stuff that we've seen happen in the past, ever. <laughs> I was gonna put a time frame on it, but it's been like this ever since I've been gaming, at least since since multiplayer became a thing, right? Like, I, I don't remember. I, like, I would love to go ask, and I'm sure it probably was a thing. You know, I grew up on what you know, reading EGM and uh, GameSpot and, and 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 all these other and all these other publications and all this kind of stuff. I am sure, probably there were jerks back then too that were just like really terrible. With the but with the advent of the internet and and adding those layers to it, it has gotten infinitely worse. And especially for, for marginalized folks, and especially for women, um, it's gotten infinitely worse because I've seen so many of these dudes who are on YouTube who have these supposedly profound takes and all this kind of stuff, and they they have this you know ethical check that they put on people and. 90% of their takes are garbage anyway. They don't make sense. It's literally just a mind your business conversation. And 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 that part is the thing that irks the hell out of me. It's so silly. It's so stupid. When it goes past that as now being dangerous. We saw it with Gamergate. We see it with Me Too. We see it with so many other parts of that conversation happen. Um and we've ha- and one of the things that, you know, before we move on to the next subject. Things that I really was proud of this week was, again, seeing that Zombie Kills piece where Ash Paris, who wrote it, uh, massive love to her. She's a fantastic writer, um, gave space to a person uh, who has been in the war zone in the past month, been in the space to be able to understand just how dangerous the space spaces can be, and gave that person a platform to talk about it from their perspective. It's a thing that we don't see often. We don't see a space where people who have been affected by this grossness get a chance to talk about what actually happened as opposed to the energy that we see coming in from the outside who, who really doesn't know how any of it works and doesn't give a shit. They don't care. They just want to cause chaos and do harm to people. So um, it is. It is. it is one of those things where You know, we, all of us have to continue to find ways to speak up, to continue to tell the real story, continue to not be afraid to uh, stick our neck out for each other and be able to, you know, scream down at some of these people who are like infinite garbage human beings, like don't have a purpose, but to do, to, to do harm for money. And that's all it is. These channels that we see. It's just about harm for money because they know it works. I saw, I saw a dude today who put up another video touting the fact that he had a, a million followers, a million subs on, on, on YouTube. If YouTube continues to make that profitable, that's a problem. We have to figure out ways to get money out of that system in the same ways that so many other things are, are, are corrupt. We need to figure out good ways to get all of that money out of their purview. We have to figure out ways to de-platform some of these folks. We have to figure out ways so that this stuff isn't profitable. Because when it's profitable, you'll do anything for money. Anything for money. You'll harm people. You'll set up ways and just drop grenades and dip out and be like, well, I didn't tell them to, I didn't tell them to go after her. I didn't tell them to make a threat. I didn't tell them to make pictures of nooses and her getting hung. I didn't tell somebody who was a sexual assault survivor or or a suicide survivor so that they maybe should have continued to do it. And these people make money. I don't know how much a million subs makes you. I don't know how much plus 10k views on a video makes you, but it's enough to make you want to do this hateful shit. And that part is gross. So we need to figure out ways to to get that out of the mix, uh, for, for the rest of, 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 everybody out here in the world. Um, speaking about that, um, Twitch had a really fantastic, uh, article that they put up on their blog today. Uh, they changed some rules around, uh, around some of their, uh, TOS, uh, things that they'll allow on that they'll allow on the stream. Um, I just want to read a little bit of it and they put up a blog post today. Um, and I think it was pretty significant in the way that they've kind of tried to tackle certain things. Um, a couple of new rules that are in there that I think speak directly to the conversation that we just just spoke about. Um, new rules uh, are more explicitly uh, explicitly forbid uh, many behaviors that can be considered harassment or hateful conduct. Those include uh, claiming that the victim of a well documented violent tragedy is a crisis actor or lying, AKA the uh, AKA the um, Alex Jones rule uh, that we see there. Encouraging others to DDoS, hack, dox, or swat another person. Uh, inciting malicious uh, raids of another person's social media profiles off Twitch. We see all that with, with quartering. We see that with other people too. Hate groups and hate group propaganda. This one is my favorite. The Confederate flag will not be able to be shown on Twitch. First of all, it's kind of wild. That, that was a thing that people were doing anyway. Like, who the hell is repping the Confederate flag on Twitch? Like, what Twitch channel do you have that's like, we lost the South TTV? <laughs> like, like who, who's repping that Twitch channel? Like, what subs are coming to you where you're just like, yo, this is the Robert E. Lee channel. Like, who? Like, who? Who are you people? Again, like, this is the, this is the stuff that boggles my mind when it comes to the people that we that we occupy space with like, who are these people like what, like what in the Yosemite Sam kind of shit is this? Like what, what is this nonsense that we see up in these spaces where I'm just like, who are, who are repping these people? Um, malicious emote combinations. I, I I don't know how you're going to work or work around that attacks rooted in, in, in cast color or immigration status needed black, yellow, Brown, yellow face, uh, unless they're being explicitly used as educational context. Again, that's going to be one of those things where people are going to skirt that in in ways that they feel like they can. Um, Twitch has also given some uh, more rules to the sexual harassment side of the fence, uh, repeatedly commenting on someone's attractiveness, even in uh, in what you believe to be a positive or complimentary manner, Uh, making lewd or explicit comments about anyone's sexual or physical appearance, which happens to women, especially black women, often, and especially folks in our LGBTQIA. Uh, groupings and communities uh, sending unwanted unsolicited links to nude images or videos. That is what I've seen on numerous occasions in my whispers. The reason why my whispers are closed now because of all you freak nastiness, (laughs) all you folks uh, in that way. Um, They also said uh, this iteration of our guidelines is also much more detailed with enforcements tailored to the severity of the action or language. Twitch wrote, as a result, behaviors that are relatively low in severity or language commonly viewed as being colloquial uh, will receive warnings or lighter suspensions or more malicious and overly harmful behaviors and language will receive stricter penalties. The most severe violations will continue to receive an indefinite suspension on the first offense. And in total, we expect the penalties under this iteration of the policy will scale more appropriately to the severity of the volatile behavior. So okay, this is a good start. I think this is a, a good thing to, to see, um, Twitch continue to kind of push forward. I think this is important. I think again, Twitch has done a fantastic job of saying a thing and then not necessarily always coming through. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that some of those things will work and some of those things will happen. Um, You know, there's small things that they've done, including even, you know, in the past, you know, 72 to, you know, 96 hours, you know, removing the tag blind tag, you know, blind playthrough because it was deemed a little bit insensitive. Um, And there are better words. I saw fam Steve Sayer, you know, on on his Twitter talk about that a couple of days ago of saying, like, I may not necessarily be super offended by it, but there's other better language to be able to put there. Uh, that, that, that gives the same effect in that same way. And I think that that's the thing. It's like, there are better ways always to say things. It's better in more nuanced ways, more empathetic ways to say a lot of stuff that we say. But because the internet is, is, is full of hot asses, people do whatever they want and, and, and shotgun everybody as opposed to using snipers, right? Um, which is my rule. If you're gonna be, you're gonna talk a bunch of stuff about, about things on the internet. You know, I think of words as snipers and shotguns. Snipers are pinpointed at the people who you want to affect shotguns wind up catching a lot of people in the blast that you didn't, didn't, didn't expect. And sometimes that angry uh, catches some of those folks in those spaces. And I think that's the thing that we should try to figure out better ways to kind of, you know, work with those things. So I'm excited for what this could possibly be. I think maybe this will help to squelch some of the grossness that we see on Twitch, Uh, you know, we have some folks come in tonight with some wonderful new language. Uh I've never seen so many iterations of, of the N-word uh kind of put into the space. Um but <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a thing that we have to again hold Twitch's feet to the fire we have to try to figure out good ways for them to be able to um build off of these. I think these are again a good start, a good place to begin. Uh but I also think that there's a, you know. A place to kind of figure out how we're going to do this all together. Again, this is a thing that has to be adopted by the community. This has to be, a, this has to be a thing where we have to use the tools that we're given. Um, and this has to be a thing where we're constantly talking and having conversations about, you know, does this feel like it's going too far? Does this feel like it's going far enough? How do we, how do we balance that stuff and navigate those things? Which I think is actually the most important part when we talk about all these all these aspects in 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 good ways and, and reasonable ways um next thing up we got the wonderful wonderful folks in the congress uh who have decided that now is the time of all times with covid being the biggest issue on the planet right now that today or at least that very soon, that they're trying to pass a bill around copyright law that could make using copywritten material on a stream a felony. So, Congressman, Republican Cong- Congressman Tom Tills, has proposed a bill that basically will make it a federal offense, not a federal offense, it will make it a felony to play or to use copywritten uh, material in, uh, in, in some of this work. Again, of all the things that are happening in the world right now, this is the thing that our taxpayer dollars are paying for, which is wild to me. It is nuts that that is a thing that is happening right now. It is madness because one, Most of the folks in Congress have no idea what the hell Twitch actually is and how things work. Two, there are so many ways in which games themselves often put streamers in danger of DMCA strikes. Three, most of the way DMCA strikes come through are through automated systems. And those automated systems will flag your stuff randomly sometimes because they think that one thing that you've played is something totally different. And we know that we don't have the people power to do this in a manual way. It's hence the reason why most of these things are automated. So it makes no goddamn sense for the government to get into this thing and try to do this. When we have people dying, almost 280,000 people are dead. And we're thinking about putting people in jail for streaming. to Brown. <laughs> like what? Like are, you, like, like, are you mad? Are you out of your damn minds? What kind of nonsense is this? This is madness, how that's a thing. Well, I'm just like, yo, shake what your mama gave you is going to put me in jail? What? That should, be, that should be our national anthem. Doodle Brown should be the national anthem. I don't care what anybody else says. If anybody else is going to get into this whole conversation, Doodle Brown should be the national anthem. The national anthem that we have right now is kind of whack. It don't slap doodle Brown, classic always slaps always slaps somebody somebody clip that and put that on the internet i said it first but for reals for serious this is an unreasonable piece of supposed supposed potential legislation that is now supposed to be coming through or might get might come through when we still don't have a stimulus package some of it's it's kind of in the works Stimulus stuff hasn't really been knocked out in a good way. People still haven't gotten some of the stimulus checks. The government is always trying to shut itself down. And we have the goddamn Corona. That's out in the world killing people. And we can't, we can't get a mask mandate, but you're going to put this out. Wild. Some wild stuff. People are bugging. Again, this is the stuff that again, when, when we have those conversations about why it matters to go vote, and why it matters to vote local, and why it matters to look up and down the list when you're looking at who you vote for. You know, I know as a person who's worked in tech for a very long time, a lot of people who we have in the higher states, in the higher places of the decision-making process for all of us are not tech savvy. They don't understand how all of this works. So this is definitely, if this were a thing that were to come to fruition, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, all those things automatically change forever because now the rules and the stakes are infinitely higher for you as a streamer. If you're a full-time streamer, that's your ass because sometimes people skirt things and they throw a thing up and they're just like, yo, whatever. You know, again, people have been trying to figure out ways to, to, you know, to skirt everything for a long time. But imagine you get the feds knocking on your door because you played some random song. Wild nuts nuts. So again, a lot a lot of stuff to talk about in this space. I actually I, it made me kind of think uh, you know, with the gravity of stuff like this and the platform that we have as a show one of the things that i have been trying to figure out is how to get more you know more non-gaming folks on the show because i think that there's a there's a lot of conversations that could be happening here that don't happen on a lot of other gaming podcasts because we are this kind of hybrid we talk about a lot of different things and hopefully smartly um where i would put a request in to, to 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 tom tills to say like hey This is the thing that actually will cause harm to people. Why don't you come on the show? And I want to talk about the reasoning behind this because I I think it's a thing that, you know, people are kind of talking about in the gaming spaces and, and, and kind of talking about in the streaming spaces, but this is going to be a story that goes away in a week and people are going to forget. And then when something bad goes down and this actually goes and gets passed, the news cycle is fast. And things that we, you know, we were kind of paying attention to, those things go real quick. So, um, you know, watch, watch, watch yourselves out there. Cause if this goes down, all the stuff that we knew and loved and, 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 and Twitch itself is going to have to figure out a way to better safeguard their cash cow in us so that they can figure out ways to keep us safe from the government. That's wild remember that they are then going to have to try to figure out ways to keep their streamers safe from the U S government. Yup. So with that said, uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, like one or two minutes. We're going to let this dope ad from the wonderful folks over at PUBG mobile run again, check the game out. If you're, if you're playing on mobile, you know, I would suggest that you go check it out. It's been a lot of fun. Um, It has improved a bunch. The the playability on it is fantastic. You know, from a performance perspective, if your phone can handle it, you should definitely go check it out. Uh, We'll be right back after this. This is the Spawn On Me podcast with Khalif Adams. Check out this wonderful dope ad from the folks over at PUBG Mobile. We'll be right back after this.
0: This episode of Spawn On Me is brought to you by PUBG Mobile. Spend the holidays with PUBG Mobile, one of the largest and most popular Battle Royale games on mobile today. Gear up, drop in, and compete against up to 100 players. Battle for a chance to become the winner of that special holiday chicken dinner. Join in on special holiday events during December to earn unique rewards and enjoy the winter festivities in PUBG Mobile with your friends. Download PUBG Mobile today from the App Store or Google Play Store and play for free. Welcome
1: back to the Spawn of Me podcast. This is your host, Kali Adams. Massive love again to our friends over at PUBG Mobile. Uh, for sponsoring the show this week. It is something again, where again, we have to try to figure out how do we make this space better? How do we make all the things that we do better? Um, It is really interesting times right now. Um, And I think that this is one of those things where if we come together and have conversations about what we can do to fight back against, you know, weird laws that we see harassment that we see in the space all those kinds of things uh we can we can figure out good ways to 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 be better um i think i think the best way to kind of to, to to leave the show this week is to talk about some wonderful folks that we are going to invite to the cookout So right into the cookout, we have not done this segment in a while. It has been a minute and a half uh, since we had a chance to talk about dope folks doing dope things. Um, This week is a very special week again because of all the stuff that has happened in the gaming space. The folks we're gonna shout out this week are the wonderful folks in the gaming press. Yo, massive love to all of my fellow game press folks, all my fellow folks who are doing the work to put out fantastic media in these really troubling times. I think it is, it is one of those things where we see so many, so many folks get crapped on for the work that they do. I think it's really important for us to take a moment to give those folks some love. I think you know the folks that we've seen be harassed this week the folks that we saw hustle their behinds off to get those cyberpunk, uh, reviews out in the world. Again, it is not easy to crunch a review out. I have done it on a bunch of occasions. It is not fun. It makes you wind up hating the game that you had to play, had to play is, is not reasonable. The game that you chose to play, the game you chose to review. If you're working for an organization or you're working for an outlet and those games got put on your plate and that's a part of your job, it's not easy. It's not a thing that is for the faint of heart. I remember having to crunch through an NBA 2K review for US Gamer when I did that. It was one of the hardest things I've had to do in terms of media journalism in this space because the time constraint is short. You have to play that game as fast as possible. Uh, Ghost, of, like Ghost of Tsushima, when I did that review, that was rough. Spider-Man, yo, I didn't talk to my wife for like a week because I needed to sit down and crunch through it and make sure I, I bust ass to be able to get a thing out for embargo. So when you see all these folks who are out in the space and they don't pay attention and they're not giving people their due, um, it is something to, to reflect on because the work that happens in that space is not easy. You have to have some chops to be able to not only ingest all the stuff that you've seen, to figure out really decent words for, <laughs> for what you saw and what you experienced and how it made you feel while having all the other things in your life around you, poking and prodding and pulling at you. You have to do that stuff within a time crunch. And then you have to deal with a rabid community who is absolutely gonna crap on you if you don't give it the score that they think the game should have gotten. There's an unreasonable amount of stress for a thing that should be just informational and should just give people a glimpse into your particular viewpoint on how a thing worked or how a thing played or, you know, your experiences with a piece of content and media. To have so many people run and jam things down your throat because they had some other inkling of what it was supposed to be is stupid it's unreasonable. It's unnecessary. It's a waste of actual time. There are a lot of good folks in this industry. There's a lot of really smart, brilliant, talented people in this industry, and we don't give them love when they're, at the, they're, they're on the forefront of a lot of this harassment and a lot of these you know internet gunshots that we wind up seeing out here. So I would say when you're, when you're thinking about checking out the stuff that you do, I mean, think, uh, you know, checking out the works of people that you, that you appreciate a, a small thing that you can do is tell those folks that you really appreciate their work. I know when I was still doing more writing and, and things like that, having people come to me in my DMS or on Twitter and be like, yo, you know, it was really nice. The things that you shared, I really appreciated the review that you did. We got some folks coming into chat tonight to tell me how much they appreciated some Appearances I did earlier this week. We did one on IGN with the review cu- review crew. I can't say that back to back review crew, um, where we talked about the you know the PS5. And as soon as that link went up, my messages and my notifications went wild because people were just talking a whole bunch of shit for no reason. It's unreasonable. Half of it makes no sense. It doesn't have context, and half of it is. 90% of it is wrong, which is wild. We live in a society where people like to be loud and wrong often. Um, you know, shout out to Dr. Jones in the chat. who's like, hey, can you do less appearances? That'd be great, bro. Never. I want to do all the appearances. I don't want anybody else to do appearances but me. That's the way it should work. After we get Dudu Brown to be the, the, the national anthem, I'm going to go on IGN. I'm going to go on uh, uh, GameSpot. I'm about to go on a uh, giant bomb. I'm going to go on all the things. And the first thing I'm going to say is to Brown should be the national Anthem and treat people better because that's what you need to do. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but um, again, treat people nice, treat them better. Uh, people deserve it. Um, the work that people do is not for not, you know, it is not easy work. It is difficult work to do this kind of stuff and to make sure that you have a, a a good space to land um in 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 all of those things um yeah I, again we're going we're going to talk about some stuff M- maybe next week i was going to talk about it this week but i just didn't put the assets into uh our streaming software to do it but um checked out a really fun game that uh is probably going to get talked about during the game awards to uh on Thursday uh you know this this will be up Friday it would have already kind of been shown but if you listen to it you know definitely check that game out uh i think it's called Echo Dimensions if i'm not mistaken really cool uh you know uh turn based pixel art uh kind of game looks like fez but it's like plays like final fantasy VII. super cool stuff um really really cool um so we're we're going to we're going to get up out of here uh for this week of the Spawn of Me podcast. Um before we go, um I do have some some sad news. Uh, there, you know, I have a, a friend of mine who I found out uh passed away this week. Um it was it was pretty pretty rough uh to be able to hear uh how this person passed away. Um he had a he had a stroke um, and he was a young man, he had a son. Uh, he was a person who you know brought so much joy to so many people. Um, and one of the things that you know I think about often here on the show is about how people's lives touch each other's lives. If you heard me play this beat on the show. This beat is his beat. It down. He was a producer, music producer. Uh, made it amazing it. art in this world. He passed way too early. You got it. um, and hit it's it and it's been yeah. pre- pretty devastating amongst all of our friends. He's probably a couple years older than I am. I'm 42. He's probably not. He did, I know he didn't hit 50. Um. So I want to I leave out this week with a little bit of love for him. Shout out to Asa. He went by the the moniker of Asa Buchanan. Uh, If you're an old person like me, you remember the the show Dallas, uh, which was was where he got this moniker. Um, And he was a brilliant human being. So we're going to get up out of here. Mad love to you all. Massive love again to our friends over at um, PUBG Mobile for sponsoring the show. Uh, we're going to be talking to them and talking with them again and having them sponsor us for a couple more shows during this year and uh, going into 2021. Uh, but again, I want to, I want to give love and shout outs to the fam, the homie uh, anytime you used to see me you'd be like, yo leaf, what up fam?" Uh, with a cigar in his hand and, 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 and some Henny on the side. Um, so I want to give him love before we get up out of here and uh, give all of you uh, some, some, some kind words to say, Wash your hands, wash your butt. Keep yourself safe. Think about the people in your life who you love. Tell them that you love them. And we'll see you all next week. Mad love.